I've got a guy with me today that that there's going to be some, some, uh, past tense talk on this one because this is this is an important episode i've got michael bauer from the dynasty rewind which is a fantasy football podcast youtube channel that just cleared 10k which is fantastic and uh also a friend not just a simple creator connection a friend of what now bauer is it five years or six um it's about five years yeah I knew it was something like that. And uh, cool. I will let Bauer talk plenty, but a quick rundown. Uh, I don't, I, I feel like as far as the the name of this show goes, the creator connection. Hi, Mike. Hi, Pags. Hi, Bronson. This, this is one of those creator connections that's just true in every sense of the title because Bauer was the first person I ever met from me doing anything related to creating content. Ooh. Had you been on a podcast before you were on the back row fantasy show with us? I had just started doing my podcast. And um, so you were my first ever guest appearance, I believe. And you were ours as far as in person goes. Dan Cummins was our first ever <laughs> guest appearance of a uh, time suck podcast fame. But, uh, but yeah, Bauer, me and Bauer, there's a lot of intertwined, uh, creator connection there because again, he came all the way from Pennsylvania when me and two buddies of mine started a fantasy football podcast, the back row fantasy show that did pretty well. We didn't know how well until Michael Bauer reached out to us and said, basically roundabout, I'm a fan of the podcast. I'm coming to Ohio. Want to hang out? And the answer was what somebody's somebody wants to hang out with us based off a podcast that we do from podunk southern ohio yes yes we would like to hang out and i think we had already talked some before you wouldn't have came you know on on first contact but yeah that's where this all started and uh turns out uh i got burnt out on fantasy football and didn't really I, i'm just gonna say because i've said it before i I'm glad I got burned out because I would have hated if I would have had the smarts that you did and the way that you're running your channel. We did not capitalize on YouTube the way we should have tried to capitalize on YouTube. And I think it was not only a lesson learned, um, but it was also really cool to then see someone capitalize it on it correctly. And I'm talking about you, Bauer. Uh, we, we just went live on YouTube. We didn't, I never once thought or considered about using the format that you do, which I'll let you talk about, but enough bark. Uh, Michael Bowers here. We're buddies. He lives in Pennsylvania. He's a great dude. Take it away, Bauer. What's up? Specifically Eastern Pennsylvania. So that was a 1000 mile round trip that I made to Southern Ohio and back. By the way, if you've never been to Southern Ohio, lovely in uh are you being serious yeah it was very nice out there i had no all right all right um i gotta say you know i love doing the podcast pod the the audio podcast is my my favorite i don't actually like being on youtube i don't like being on camera um if it was up to me you would only hear my voice and never see my face you know i've always been told i have the face for radio which is fine um but honestly, I didn't start to capitalize on YouTube because I used to do the same thing you did. I just streamed it, and then I would get mad, like, why is nobody watching this? Yeah, um, and nobody does. 
it took until uh, we had our guy Bob come in. He was the one that really kickstarted um, YouTube with SEO and stuff like that. Um, so really hats off to him, props to him. And then I took what he taught me about YouTube and then I figured out a way to apply it to the SEO algorithm for the podcast, which is doing a lot better now. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those things, but the podcast SEO and the YouTube SEO are just two completely different things. Um, I see my boy, uh, Kevin and Bronson are in here. Bronson, by the way, here it is. I haven't started up yet really, but I will be doing the initial startup tomorrow night. Today was my little girl's birthday. So I spent a lot of time with her. Also the camera's new, new to you. You haven't even flicked it on. I, I charged the battery and that's it. I did turn it on and off real quick just to make sure it started up before if you know in case I had to take it back or anything like that if there was a problem. Cameras uh, my mortal enemies. I'm getting there with cameras. So the cool thing about and you know, here's the thing too. I think part of the problem with podcasting and YouTube in general is everybody wants to make money. Of course everybody wants to make money. My whole goal with making money for the podcast was to have the podcast be self-sufficient where I didn't have to put any of my money into it to make it sustain itself. So for example, I use the podcast to buy this $36 microphone, the Fifine K669D. Thank you, Jeremy Barker. And thank you to Bronson for telling me about this. And I use the podcast to buy me a Tascam Mixcast 4 because we do like to have some sound effects, some sound drops. Uh, for example, if you listen to the podcast, Nate likes to say things like this. Takes every single inch of it. Say oh, something yeah. like, oh. I cut it up. I do that. Um, and this is from a guy named, um, this was Big Mike at a tailgate in, in Landover, Maryland. What are you kidding me? This dude was so completely drunk. He brought a handle of vodka and grape soda and was drinking that on the bus and the ride down. Um, so, you know, stuff like that. I just wanted the, the podcast to be self-sustaining. The camera I did pay for myself, though, because I'm probably not going to use that on the podcast. Maybe I will. I don't know. Um, but I actually got to credit Bark because the first time I heard the background fantasy show, still my favorite podcast of all time, throwing it out there. I was like, I, I do miss it sometimes for sure. And I miss you guys being on the podcast for sure. I was like, there was something about you guys, just your chemistry. You just seemed like guys that I would, you seemed like guys that you could run into anywhere in the country and would just be cool guys to talk to kind of like, you know, just your everyday guy and you didn't have an ego about you. And we, I joined whoa, whoa, a league. Whoa, 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 whoa. Two out of you, three. Can we say two you, out of three didn't have an ego about it, about you? Old guy definitely had an ego about him. Fuck you know, yeah, like, he did. And I joined the league. You were in it. I reached out to you. I listened to your podcast and it was friendship from there. But honestly, Bark, thank you so much for all the recommendations you've made to me throughout the years, audio equipment, not so much camera equipment because you don't like cameras. I know. <laughs> and just for those watching, like Bauer is, he is one of us. He is an obscure mics and a, and a audio hotline and a, and a, you know, podcastage and just fans of all of it. He enjoys the audio gear aspect. It's not, not simply fantasy football for Bauer. Like that's his bread and butter, but, but he loves this shit as well. I don't consume fantasy football content actually, because I, I do a podcast about it and I do several videos a week. Um, and I feel like listening to that would 
cloud my judgment when I do stuff like that. Agreed. And that's part of that. I've told you the same basically before. Like when you're doing it yourself, why do you want someone else's takes or opinions or, you know, strategies? Like you, you don't. I don't know. And so I love hearing about new microphones. I love hearing about even new microphone stands, new cables, because not only do I like you guys and I consider you friends, but how can I take the information you're giving me to help grow my brand and not spend a ton of money, which is important too, which is like, I was using, um, an SE DCM three, I think it is. Yes. Which that, I, that I, is it. I sound better on this $36 Fifine than I do on that, that SE. And I sound better on this than I do on a zoom ZDM ZDM one. Yeah. And, and the ZDM one, you sounded good on. And the, like, same with the SE, but the SE lacked a little bottom and that, that six, six, nine's got a little touch of bottom that the, the SE does not. It does. Uh, I see audio hotline Mormon Bishop baptizes the night. This is great. That was a great episode of uh, obscure hotline, by the way. Hey, Listen you'll, you'll be excited. There's, I think there's three more in the bank. Oh my God, this is We're great. sitting on three right now. We we recorded one yesterday and I was like, okay. I was like, audio hotline, me, me and Bronson tonight, maybe Bowers up for tomorrow. Maybe I can do a couple back-to-back streamer nights, but yeah, we've, we've got, uh, we got three in the tank, I believe. So it's, it's exciting times at obscure hotline. That's what it's called. Fuck yeah. Everybody here better be listening to that podcast, man. They don't. There's like 110 subscribers. The obscure mic really? people are just like, fuck that guy's podcast. We don't listen to those. How many podcasts do you do? Honestly, I am, um, I'm a recycling bin of podcasts. I, I like, I jump in and I bail and I don't mean to bail, but oh God, do I honestly just me and Bronson's I like, I kind of started the back row fantasy show in a different path and changed the artwork and changed the name and. I still have plans to follow through and do it. It's called what happened this week. And it's just me raining about anything that's in the news or anything personal that happened uh, during the week. But I'm, I'm already sporadic with that. It's been three or four weeks since I did an episode stuck in my generation has stalled me and pags. were doing it for a minute, but it's just hard to find time. Um, I get it. And when I do have the time, I prefer to do one with someone else rather than my, you know, doing it alone. So I have three or four that I do alone sometimes, but I, I, uh, prioritize me and Bronson's over everything. Now that's kind of like the new back row fantasy show for me is me and him doing obscure hotline. I could tell you why it is. I figured that out because you say to yourself, I could do this podcast, this solo podcast, and I can do it whenever I want. And then yes. you don't because you can, but when you do it with somebody else, it keeps you accountable. I know the dynasty rewind every Tuesday night at eight o'clock. I'm up here. I got all the rooms set up on StreamYard, and I'm ready to go for we right now we're doing three pod segments a week. So we release Wednesday, Friday, Monday, and then we have a Patreon podcast. So I'm recording anywhere for two to two and a half hours on a Tuesday night and then some mixing. I mix one podcast episode and then the other two. I don't mix the or edit the Patreon one. That's just. Here you go. Paid subscribers have at it. Um, then the other two, I do the next night. Cause I do have to go to bed at some point. So. At some point yeah. you nailed it though, too. Um, when it comes to me holding myself accountable, fucking terrible, absolutely terrible. I'm the same way. I got a wall down there that needs to be spackled and I'll, I'll get it to it. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up at my, uh, new 
uh, needs reviewed shelf that I installed and, uh, it is daunting and I am just, it's gotten to that point where I'm like, I do love making videos, but I'm looking at all the shit that needs done. I'm like, Oh, fuck that. I'll do it later. And that becomes the everyday. Fuck that. I'll do it later. Fuck that. I'll do it later. And then you know, I, I find that what I need is to send my wife and daughter away for a weekend. And I could just sit up here in my office for 48 consecutive hours. And I like right now, my favorite time of the year, we're doing scouting reports for rookies and I love it. Right. So I watch these guys and I write everything down that I like and don't like about them. But then I have to fill out the scouting report, which takes about 20 minutes to a half an hour to fill it out for the 160 players that we have to scout for this year's draft class. That's what I don't miss. I don't miss like, the research. I don't what? miss the, the grunt work. Like, fuck, I used to love it at one, at one time. And that's like, this is work. Like we had somebody come after us and they're like, it was before the season when Kyler Murray was out and they're like, Oh, you guys didn't talk about Clayton tune at all. And I'm like, well, what come you? on. Who the I'm fuck like, did? I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know who talks about a Debbie podcast guys that are watching college football all right. the time. Do a, they, Like we're talking because I, yeah, we want to talk about these guys, but as a creator, you want to also talk about something that people are going to come and listen to. You know, because you do need to get views and downloads to sustain your your brand, essentially. So we try to mix it up a little bit. You know, talk about the big guy, sandwich someone in there. Here's a sleeper. So we could say, hey, we told you about that guy. Yeah. It's never good enough. Can't make everybody happy. No, but you can make me happy by doing something. What's uh, up? Since you and I are both, you know, audio nerds as well as football nerds, kind of former for me. I today's the first time I've watched football in, in a good while. And all I did was get pissed that the Lions went forward on fourth and two. So I walked out and haven't watched any since. Well, the two touchdowns after by same frame, but, um, yeah, reach out to another one of our, uh, fantasy football buddies, Matthew Bruning. And since he hasn't listened to me, the two times I've been a, uh, pretentious douche about it, tell him to quit using his fucking dynamic microphone like this and fucking stick that thing in his fucking goblet. Every time I watch him live, which I don't very often because I can't stand seeing his Q2U like to the side like this, it's on a stand like this and he's talking into the side of it. And I'm like, God damn it, Bruning, stop it. And he won't, he won't quit. Why? Why do people talk into the side of an end address mic? It makes no sense. I don't know. And you know, people always ask me for audio advice and I, I don't really know much more than the average person. I just relay to people what I've learned from you guys, but mic technique is a big one. That's, and people, the I biggest. Love, my whole thing is I'm tired of hearing people. Why don't I sound good? Tell me why I don't sound good. And I'm like, well, let me see your channel. Let's see what you got going on. And then I turned their channel on and they got a blue Yeti. And I was like, there's your problem. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Found it. That's it. And that's not a terrible sounding mic, to be honest. It's not. It's, you know, I'm sure everybody gets sick of hearing this, but it's when you're in just a regular room using that microphone, it, it's not going to sound good. Especially if you're using a polar pattern not called cardioid, it's not going to sound good. It sounds, I did a thing, I was going to do a, an Obscure Mics episode about what my favorite podcasts use, and it kind of went down the shitter really quick because I reached out to three of my favorite podcasts. Two out of the three are using a Blue Yeti. 
And really? I was just like, yeah. And one of them sounds fantastic. Like sounds okay. absolutely great because um, the woman using the microphone is using it in a closet full of clothes and it's basically treated. So that microphone sounds fine. I mean, as long as you're not using the biggest piece of crap out there, like it, it is about technique and you get a lot of people talking into the end of a Yeti when it's a front address or side address, I should say. And the other people using the Yeti, they sounded good too, because they know how to use it. And they know that, you know, you, you can't just get in an echoey room with a Yeti and it work out because it won't. But yeah, I, I heard that and I was like, damn it. I don't want to do an episode about this now. I don't want to sit here and talk about how great the Yeti is on two of my favorite podcasts. Oh, well. there's the other flip side too, where people ask you like, Hey, I'm starting a podcast. I was thinking about buying a Shure SM7B. And I'm like, don't do that. Why? It's the best. Right. But you're doing a podcast for the first time. You're going to drop $400 and you do two episodes and you're wasting all that money. Bauer gets it. Yeah. Bauer gets it. And then that's I it. Mean, that, that's, you can do it. You, you've been in the game for a long time and you're using a $35 mic. Is, yeah. And because it sounds good. You could, I tell people, we could get you started interface 150 bucks or less for everything. And that includes a mic stand and get it, buy a decent cable too. Don't buy crap off Amazon, but it's orange. I, That's I'm, great. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to counter that point. Um, I have a Mogami cable that sounds like shit. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had it for like a month and I haven't taken it apart to try to solder it or anything like that yet, but it's not, it's not great. Um, I have a Roland cable that was not cheap. Um, I have four of these, three out of the four are great. One of them already crapped out. Uh, what I'm using on the daily is uh, Mayono cables, which are just, really? yeah, which are just a basic black. Um, see if I can raise this up. If you've bought enough microphones and shit, you will, you will recognize this just basic black non-branded a uh, microphone that I have seen come with Mayono mics. And I've got four or five of these that I've been using for years and not once has it made a noise or crapped out or anything. So I really, I, I get that like true audio files, cables are going to be really, really important. I'm just in, in my case, they have not been for me. And when I have acquired a good cable, two times I have had issues, whereas I've had no issues with these. Now I know what you're talking about with the Amazon ones. Like, Oh, it's orange and it's got this big spring on the back. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't. There are some cables that are, that are crap, but some of the cheap cables are actually pretty good. What, um, what rolling cables do you have? I, I think I was buying the Roland black. It was for yeah, my the, the black and my black series are fine. Um, but I, I have a Roland. Black. Yeah, I do too, but I've got a, uh, what is this one? This is a Roland professional. I think, even has Neutrik connectors and the whole nine yards, and it it's it has uh, it gets fuzzy, and I'm like, what the hell? Black series I, don't. I'm running a Mogami. This is a Mogami Silver, I think I got here. The Guitar Center sells them, and then for the guys on the pod, I buy Roland Black or I buy uh, Warm Audio because uh, they're around the same price. And I refuse to buy the guys anything expensive because they beat their their crap up um nate i know takes good care of his stuff um 
but the other guys just abuse the crap out of it so but then they don't have set setups either like they have to disassemble and reassemble uh, the whole yeah. time so you know i'm like you're not really i mean you can do that but you know you you get it it's just it's tough and you know i got a lot of uh equipment out that the dynasty rewind owns all over the country so we got a sheet made up um everybody's got to sign off what you have if you leave you can buy it from me or send it back i will pay the postage i'll reimburse for the postage but you know Ag says uh, mono price isn't bad for cables he's correct there um who has the most expensive mic in the dynasty rewind camp because it ain't it's not you it's not me um yeah it's nate he has the se with the built-in uh what is that the dcm6 i think it is yeah that is the built-in preamp or whatever it is um he wanted that one and everyone else has either i got uh, i bought a big lot of zoom zdm ones when sweetwater had them on sale for 39.99 and they're a pretty kind of flat across the board good micro they're decent you know what i mean so i think i bought like five or six of them and then i was like those are those are good actually i mean as far as budget dynamics go and uh great podcasting mics like depending on the voice you know the the uh, zdm one definitely could potentially sound better for someone than the uh the five fine that you're using just and i have a couple xm 8500s out there too for nothing wrong with that either the guys that don't pot a lot they just you know if they do more behind the scenes stuff and then jump on occasionally they just get an xm 8500 so yeah and, and that's that that is like 100 percent fine that's me and bronson when we were recording last night we touched on for about the hundredth time just how unimportant the microphone actually is you know unless you are making money and and striving for you know something more than good but if you're just striving for good you know only the worst of the worst dynamics are, are going to be not great but just about any name brand dynamic is going to be fine if, if you're just doing a podcast or doing a you know a youtube channel or anything like that anything that that sounds like you're using something and using it correctly. I think, I think is good enough. Oh, there's my man Gator popping in the chat. Gator from the show, Dave on FX. Yeah. Oh no. Different Gator. A different Gator. Uh, no. So Gator is a friend of mine. I actually, um, told him what to buy for his first setup. He got, um, Sweetwater had a package. I think it had the XM 8,500 in it with like the Behringer UM2, you know, or no, it was the little, I think it was the little inter- the little tiny Behringer interface that has the sliders on it. Oh yeah. This- oh man, was it Xenix? I, I I really enjoyed that thing. What was that called? Yeah, actually, fun fact: video. you sold me one. Oh yes, I did, and you didn't like yeah. it or use it. No, here's the thing, Bob, our CF, and he's not our CFO. He's our director of operations. He uses that. I tried to upgrade him to a Motu M2 because he does a lot of recording. And he's like, I don't want this. I don't like it. I want to use the Behringer. I like that one better. And I'm like, Xenix whatever. 302. Xenix 302 yeah. USB. Whatever you want to use, dude, as long as you're yeah. happy with it. And, you know, so it's one of those things where, and people are always like, oh, you guys sound so good. How did you do it? I was like, you, you need to subscribe to Obscure Mics. This guy's going to help you. <sighs> get started he'll he'll get you started cheap too he's not gonna 
<laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We just got NSFW. NSFW. Not really. Oh. That could have been anything. I was scratching my inner thigh. That is, yeah, that is. And, and to be fair, watch any channel that, that talks about this ever at all, including, you know, everybody that's here and, and podcastage. And it's not a difficult thing to sound, you know, good, decent. I mean, I mentioned the Behringer flow. I've wanted to try that for a while, a little bit older, but it's the, I think it's the interface that has two pegs on it. You can put a tablet on it for viewing. Something no, like I, that? I don't know. No. I see the 49ers are up now by 10. So way to fucking go, Dan Campbell. Way to go. The Super Bowl that I did not want. I won't watch it. I, the only way I was even going to watch it is if the Lions were in it. I don't care now. I don't want to watch a rematch of last year. I don't give two shits who wins. But the Lions, I would have cared. And it's it's sad that that's the way that went down. Or well, at least that's the way it's going down. My daughter is starting to get into football now a little bit because it's something that her and I could do together. So she wants to have a Super Bowl party. By that, I mean just the three of us. So, you know, we'll throw out a little spread. And then now I get two weeks of hearing about Taylor Swift. Good, good subject change. I let's, let's talk about this for a minute. I love Taylor Swift. Doesn't mean I love her music. Cause I don't love her pop music. I do like her albums, um, folklore and whatever one came out Two indie albums she released. I actually really, really enjoy them. I am perfectly okay with Taylor Swift getting 25 seconds of airtime in two second increments in these playoff games. Doesn't bother me. A single bit. Uh, saw a guy the other day, very thankful for it because his daughter now watches football with him and is learning and discovering that she actually likes football, not just for Taylor Swift, but like, I actually like this and didn't know that I would like this. That's the, uh, that's the power of influence. And uh, yeah, I, I actually, I love that Taylor Swift is at those games and I love that they give her a few seconds of airtime like they would any other fucking celebrity that's at those games. This is for Bronson right here. So out of Gracie. He loves the kitty cats. Um, Yeah. So funny thing about that. My daughter would not uh, care if Taylor Swift was there. She cares more if I told her, and I don't know why I've never thought of this. Carrie Underwood sings the intro song to Sunday night football. Right. That we care about because my wife's a Carrie Underwood fan. So um, they listen to it in the car as loud as humanly possible, regardless of the fact that I'm there driving. <laughs> That's for all the times that you, you know, put them through Warbringer or, or uh, you know, municipal waste loud as can be with them in the car. I, I would, no, I don't, we don't get to listen to, as my daughter calls it, daddy's scary music. <laughs> daddy's scary music. So none of that. It's, it's fine. Um, see, look, Brunson even knows the name of the cat. He does. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's fine. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's just, okay. I don't mind that she's there and that they pan to her when there's ESPN headlights on headlines on it. And I'm getting ESPN alerts about it. Come on. That's an ESPN problem. I mean, that's a, that's the, and that's the way, that's the way that our sports media has evolved. They've evolved into Stephen A. Smith. You know, I don't give a damn. It is about injustice. And it's like, fuck, I don't want to, I come here for sports. I don't come here for something else. That's, that's not on Taylor Swift. That's not on the chiefs. That is on sports media, which is absolute 
fucking garbage now. Yeah. Trash. I can't stand watching a single media person on ESPN or, you know, I just fuck them all. It has just become the biggest 2024 shit show. It might as well be on TikTok. You know, it's, it's just I'm not garbage. On, are you on TikTok? I'm not. Yeah. Obscure mics. I don't watch TikTok. It, it's, and I got nothing against it. It gets nothing like that. It's just, that's not for me. Like I, you know, I don't really watch that stuff, but. So the funny thing is, I guess as technically somebody that's in sports media, um, the problem is with on Twitter and everything, when you are a guy that doesn't subscribe to the narrative, it's really easy for you to get shunned. And you know how I am. If you say something, I'm going to look into it. And if I agree with it, I'm going to agree with it. If I don't, I don't. And I'm going to tell you why, but I'm not just going to sprout something off. I'll give you an example real quick, and I don't want to bore anybody that's not a sports guy in here, but everyone's saying that the 2024 rookie running back class is bad. It's not bad. There's just no generational talent at that position coming out this year. That means that there's good value. You just have to look at it a different way. So I like to break down narratives and say, hey, everyone's saying this. Here's why you can agree with that to a fault. But for the most part, I think this. And, man, people get pissed off about that. I thought Justin Herbert was a better quarterback than, than Tua. I did too, and I wanted them to draft Justin Herbert. Now I'm not no big deal now, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if Justin Herbert's ever going to win a Super Bowl. Two of might not either. No, I don't. You know, chances are neither one of them will. It's going to be the Niners and Chiefs every year for the next decade. But but I mean, but but when and and I'm sorry to anybody who doesn't you know enjoy the sports ball as Pags called it. Real quick note on like just on what you said. Um, Last year, it was an exciting rookie running back class, and and uh, yep. the excitement was all Bijan, and maybe he ends up being great. But you know what? He wasn't great this year. He was good. He wasn't great. He wasn't better than Devon A. Chain or Jamar Gibbs this year, in my opinion. And and that's uh, that's one of those things with football nuts, man. It's like they're like, oh, the rookie running back, the the class sucks. What about Isaiah Pacheco? He wasn't even mentioned in his rookie running back class, and he's a fucking beast. Like. You don't know what you're getting until you get him in camp. I liked Pacheco. MEI Studio, you said Pags. Is that the MEI Studio that you and Bronson watch? I think I just yeah. um, I just subbed to your channel on uh, your guys' uh, recommendation. Uh, or Pags, is say, Pags is fantastic. It's good stuff. Eastern Pennsylvania, use guys. Use guys. He's just north of you in New York. Gator, who's running back one in this class? Find out on February 28th, Gator. I'll be uh, mock drafting with you guys on Fantasy and Frames. I have yeah, and don't it. ask me because I don't know a single fucking name. <laughs> I hate that Like when people ask me to be on their pod. And I like doing podcast appearances and hanging She's out good. and doing stuff. Um, like, I got to check my schedule. Oh, look at you, Mr. Big Shot. No, I have a wife that plans my entire life a month ahead of time. I don't know what's going on any given day. I got to look at this calendar to make sure I'm free and not doing something. You know what I mean? And it, people ask me on about Tuesdays all the time. And I'm like, Tuesday's the one day that I cannot give you. That is Dynasty Rewind Night. That's my night for my pods. That's, you know what I mean? Oh, can't you reschedule? No, no, no. That's not how it works. And you not know this. Works. I don't reschedule my pod for you for, or for anybody. You know what I mean? Like, if you want me to be on, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, you have to make comment. And I hate to be like, Gator, it's Jonathan Brooks, if you need to know, um, <laughs> from Texas. I just told you. There you go. There's a comment. I, and I hate to be like that, but you got to, when you're a creator and you're doing stuff like that, you got to be assertive. 
I'm sure you've had people try to get you to bend your schedule constantly that want to collaborate in some regards, right? Mm. Or do the people in the Mike community get <laughs> along better? The fantasy football community, and you remember, it's a lot of infighting and it's a lot of petty yeah. BS, which I, yeah. I it, can't. It's just as bad as Trump versus Biden. I mean, it really is. It, it's constantly like, you know, you, you, you could say something about a, a unknown player to watch out for and someone's like you're, you're just fucking trying to do a hot take and get lucky like it's just constant bullshit and it's it's uh you know let's let's call it what it is when it comes to to sports there's there's plenty of toxic masculinity to go around i know i'm saying trigger words but i, I mean seriously there there is just a lot of douchiness in the community there's a lot of not douchiness in the community there's a lot of great stuff great times great folks like man there's so many people i met through doing that podcast that yeah i would i would never give back for anything i would never give back those chances to to talk to certain folks and meet certain folks for anything but had a hell of a lot of uh you know ridiculous d-bags in the comments as well yeah, it's, the comments are the ones that, that kill me. Like, you, you always have somebody, and then a lot of times when you're prepping for stuff, I might forget something because there's a lot of football information to retain. It's not all up here, obviously. It's, oh, well, what about blah, blah, blah? I'm like, what do you want from me, dude? Yeah. Yeah. And then that does get exhausting. What's up, LX130? Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it is exhausting. And it's, uh, I'm very fortunate the obscure mics is like, dude, I, I think I get a shitty comment like once every two to three months. Like I'm surprised when I get a shitty comment and, and that's, that's pretty cool, honestly, because it's like when you share those comments with Bronson and I, yeah, we do have a little group where we do share, you know, <laughs> comments from our channels or podcasts or, or whatever. And it, it's mostly fun. Like rarely does somebody get under my skin every once in a while. Somebody can, because I am human, but, uh, for the most part, it's just like, you know, it, it's just, uh, posting a, a little screenshot and being like, can you believe the world we live in right now? That this is how people truly think and, and truly are. And it is, uh, it can be entertaining, I guess. I will say this. The one thing that I find hard with the uh, the microphone YouTube community is who to take recommendations from because you sound good on every microphone, which is the problem. Whereas uh, I sound closer to Bronson's voice. So unfortunately, I have yeah. to lean Bronson's out. And it's like, Bark's like, I took this, this microphone capsule and I, I duct taped it to a, a TV remote and I plugged it in and I sound like... I sound so velvety smooth, you it know, does happen. It does happen sometimes. I think I've just got a nice, uh, you know, low end, non nasally, just kind of, uh, like a Michael Clark Duncan light thing going on here. Like I'm tired boss. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, it does. I agree. I, I'm not saying my voice sounds great. It is not easy to decipher, uh, what a microphone's giving you across the frequency spectrum on, Whereas, uh, someone like, well, I mean, I don't sound like booth junkie. He sounds better than me for sure, but I can't, great, I can't, I can't get a recommendation from that guy unless I just want to take his word for it, which is, I'm sure is pretty good, but I still want to hear the shit before, you know, fuck you, Bronson. I need to watch the shining and I keep forgetting that I need to watch shining. Never seen it. 
He said, I just watched oh. Shining. But but yeah, you do have a Bronson-ish voice. That's a good no, no, comp. That's, that's great. You've never seen The Shining? No, no. I'm, I'm, when it comes to like anything horror or anything, I grew up such a comedy fan and such a Tarantino guy. I was very tunnel visioned on my movies. It was either, um, you know, too cool for school Tarantino shit or yeah. And yeah, Bronson, you're nasally as fuck. God, it's, it's so annoying. But, Me too, buddy. Um, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was either comedy or, you know, lots of, of indie dialogue is what I grew up on. So no, I never watched the shining was not, uh, was it's not just... something I even thought about, but my parents also didn't influence me much on movies. So I didn't have that growing up like my wife did, whose whole family was Stephen King nuts. So they watched any Stephen King adaptation and read every Stephen King book. My family was just like, go play a little fucker. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't spend a lot of time inside when I was a kid because I wanted to be outside as much as possible. Yeah, but um, in the winter time, for those of you who don't live in a colder climate, that's when we do most of our TV and movie watching. That's the thing too. I don't watch a lot of movies, and I have seen Shaun of the Dead LX thirty so or LX one thirty. So don't you know? Yeah. I'm not completely sheltered. You know what I noticed too about the microphone community, and one thing I love. And I love how welcoming you guys are, even though I don't do, I don't do microphone or interface reviews or anything like that. Everyone that I've reached out to and spoken with, you, um, Bronson, Aiden from Dark Corner, uh, he's a guy that I chat with a little bit as well. All great guys. And you're also welcoming. And the communities that you guys have built and you have people that watch every video that you make and who hop in your discord and who sign up for your, you know, your, your premium like memberships on YouTube and stuff like that. And you know, all these people, we don't get that in the fantasy community. And we have guys like Gator Gator is part of our Patreon and Gator's a guy like I have his phone number. We talk occasionally, um, but we don't get that in the fantasy community. And but. it's just, it's, it, we do sometimes, but it's most of the time people want, what can you do for me right now, which is help me win my fantasy matchup. They want that quick fix. That's, that's just what it is. So I'm envious of the communities that you guys have built and the friendships that you've, you know, that you've made. And while I, I do have that to some extent, it's not like what you guys do. And I, th I just think that's amazing. It is. And, and that's a, it's definitely a currency that I value highly is the community. Now, that being said, I would also like to have what you have, which is your 10,000 subscribers translates to more views than subscribers per video. Like after, after your videos have been out for three, five, seven days, I know it's hit like different story, you know, but your views are very consistently either at or above subscriber count. And with the niche of microphone stuff, I'm lucky to see a video hit 7,000, which I'm still at like 7,400 or whatever subs. My Zoom R4 videos in the sevens right now, and it's like, that's rare. Like typically it's three to 500 to maybe a thousand. And then after a few weeks, maybe it's a thousand plus, but you, you know, even if you don't have that tight knit community thing going on, the views are just fantastic for the sub count. 
for what you know you you guys' channel just absolutely kills it in that aspect uh, you know we try i don't know what our most watched video is now i'm curious it's probably a lot um <laughs> and that's a community man that is a i was in that community and i before i decided to do a podcast i went hard on fantasy football podcasts i listened to as many as i could to try to figure out which one i liked the most and uh it, it took a while and it, there, I put a lot of time into that. Shit. I, God, I used to put so much time into fantasy football, too much time, time. Like I still my do. My wife was just like, what are you, are you really doing? Are you on that shit again? And then at some point I was like, what, what am I fucking doing? You know, what am I doing? But that was me. You know, I, I fell out of love with sports. So that's really what happened there. But Let's see our most recent really good video is January twenty third, and that uh, twelve thousand one hundred seventy eight. So you said that was said, your recent or best? Our most recent really good video. I don't know how to search for our best. Uh, video I'll, do I'll do it for you while you tell the folks at home more about whatever the hell you want. Yeah, Mark, I do have uh, I do have a question for you though. What? Cause I've been meaning to ask you this and I keep forgetting to ask what is on your microphone wish list right now? Like what's the one thing that you don't have that you really want? That's out. Yeah. And available. Yeah. Uh, man. Fuck. I'm at a weird period right now where I don't have a lot on my wish list. period. Um, I kind of want the Audix dynamic that Bronson got from Audix and has been using. It's an end address dynamic. It's gold and black. Kind of want that one. Can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Let's see what's on my B&H list. list. Audix Wish. Uh, dynamic broadcast microphone. Tell you what now. Uh, the PDX 720. Okay. It's 800 bucks. Uh, there's an Earthworks mic as well. Not one of the ones that anybody's going to think of immediately. Uh, it's an end address condenser because I love me some end address condensers. What is that one? It's like the, I want to say it's an SR44. I'm not sure if that's exactly it or not, but uh, Earthworks condenser microphones on sweet water. Mine is a new computer. Really? What are you using now? My laptop. Is it, I mean, what kind of laptop? What are, what are we talking? Because that's something I'm into as well. I love geeking out over tech specs and all that jazz. It is silver and it has stickers on it. And I don't, I think it's a, an HP. It's like, it'll be five years old this year. And it's just starting to lag a little. Give me a couple issues here and there. So I'm still going to keep it as like a backup, but yeah. I want to get it actual good computer because i want to start doing more video editing and stuff like that um but bronson tried to give me a tutorial on video editing one night and this computer just isn't powerful enough to do what i needed to do um gotcha. so it's it that's that's on my wish list but as far as audio gear wise it was this Tascam mix 4 and i got it now so i hate to say that i don't really have a wish list but i would like to I'd like to kind of mess around with some condenser mics because one of the things I don't like, and I think when I get my new computer and I get my new camera set up, 
my camera angle will be different. But one thing that bothers me, and maybe it's hard to see because, you know, I'm wearing darker clothing right now. I don't have the overhead light on. It kind of bothers me that I have the microphone right here. I don't know why it bothers me so much, but it does. So one, maybe once I get my new camera set up and everything's different, I do want to get some better lighting in here, but this is a very small, very oddly shaped room. And part of the problem is you guys can see wearing glasses. I got glare on the glasses and it's like, yeah, that is, that is tough. I feel like no matter what I do, I can't get my setup sound wise. It sounds great. I love the way my, my audio sounds. It's the visual that I'm having the problem with. Yeah. Which you know, most people don't care about too much when it's informational, like fantasy football stuff or this or that. And, and Bronson is correct. The Earthworks SV33, that's been on my wish list for a long time. But that's also, you know, a grand or yeah. more. And ask Mr. Science. Says, I, grabbed, yeah, I grabbed the Mixcast 4 when it was on sale. It's a keeper. The only thing I don't like about the Mixcast 4, I had the Zoom PodTrack P8, which was okay. The one thing I don't like is the little patch on the back that you have to remove to get the SD card in and out when you have to do anything with it. This has a little cover that you have to pry off. Yeah. Whereas I thought the PodTrack P8 was a little better. It was a door that you could just take your fingernail, flip it down, and then you push the SD card and it pops out. This one's just a little bit more wonky. So I actually leave my door open all the time. Um, but aside from that, the Tascam Mixcast 4 is by far and away a much better unit than that that PodTrack P8. It sounds better. I think um, I like the colors on it better. I know that that sounds stupid, but you want to use something that you yeah, enjoy. Yeah, that you want to enjoy uh, looking at. Yeah. I almost bought the Roadcaster. But I think you, you, talk you ever just get sick of hearing about something and you're like, never again. That's kind of where I'm at with the Roadcaster stuff. I'm just like, man... I, I get so burnt out and now I don't have people in, in the studio with me. So I definitely do not need it whatsoever, but God, I get so sick, sick of hearing about the road shit. So Here's my damn sick of it. I can't use that because everybody else uses it. I need to be different. That's what I'm saying basically. And that's kind of stupid in a way. Like I see it as dumb for me. Like, God, Oh, it's too popular for me. And it's not necessarily that it's just like, I, you know, the, the channel's called obscure mics for a reason. It's not called popular mics, you know, cause I'm just not into, into that kind of thing, but I loved the Rodecaster pro. It was perfect. The original one I popped and I got a pop filter on. Maybe I went to side, but, uh, <laughs> for a three person podcast in studio, in person, like that thing was a banger, like, you know, no issues, never had a single issue with it. Worked great. I understand why people love them. Um, but I'm glad I don't have to use one anymore and I wouldn't have to use one. I could use anything else with, you know, three XLR inputs if I was going back to those days. But, you know, truth of the matter is we didn't sound much better on that than I did a Behringer mixer that we started out with on that podcast. I just didn't have the sound pads or the SD card recording. And at one time SD card recording was all I cared about when it came to podcasting. Cause I like to cut the computer out. Yeah. I didn't like using a computer and I didn't have to because I had the guys in the studio with me. So the only reason we ever pulled computers out was to, you know, quick research on fantasy football. We weren't recording to a computer or using it for any reason. So that's where the Roadcaster Pro really shined for us. Gator saying, wish I could get my stream deck to work with StreamYard. Good luck. 
nothing works with StreamYard anymore. <laughs> yeah. I actually it, it, prefer OBS and just using the mouse to toggle through camera shots and everything else. I don't, I, I, I bought a stream deck and I just could not get on board with it. I know it's easier and better and I guess I like it the hard way. We are weighing our options, what to do there. Um, our stream yard just got hit at the beginning of the month for us with all the extra chairs that's on it was $636. Jesus. Yeah. And a year, a year. That's not bad. That's not terrible, but that's, that's, that's 50 bucks a month. A lot of people use it. A lot of people use it. Um, it's good, but still it's like, but then Nate has a problem where his stream yard craps out and it's only when he uses stream yard, it's always everything else he does is fine. And I have a problem where when I use stream yard, my screen will go black. I can see the light from my laptop camera is still on. Everybody can hear me and see me and I could hear everybody, but my screen is just black. Yeah. And I will say I'm in the Bronson camp. I'm a big fan of Ecamm live, which is what we're using to do this, which is an Apple only thing, I believe, but you record with this too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll actually show you, um, I'll send you a little picture here, but the the setup and just the Andrew's way this works. Here. Hi, Bandrew. I'm a fan of your channel as well. Thank you for all your great advice over the years. Bandy, Bandrew, I love you as well. I wish uh, you could join us real quick and we could talk about SLC Punk. I was telling my wife, my wife watched it with me and I told her that you commented and said, there's a movie on there. <laughs> I'm the fuck Anyways, I'm getting off topic. Bandrew's a lot of fun to talk to. A One of my favorite of things that he does is, hello, Neumann. I'm a big Seinfeld now, see, fan. I don't, I don't like that shit. Get some of my nerves, Bandrew. Quit doing I it. Love, I'm a no, huge Seinfeld fan. So every time that's I hear why I didn't. It, that's why I didn't get it. I don't watch Seinfeld, so I have no uh, idea. And then he blends the microphone name in with the Seinfeld reference. I love it. The only good I thing Jerry Seinfeld's ever done is B-movie. I have not seen B-movie. Fucking classic. <laughs> My kids, What's that, Mike, um, Neum- no, Mike? Hello, Mike Neumann. <laughs> Mike Newman, actually, but there's a movie on there. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's that's great stuff. But anyways, I'm gonna send you this picture of Ecam. Ecam is fantastic. It's not an in browser thing. It's a program. It okay. has modules. It is nice. You're looking for a laptop. You might as well get you a nice MacBook Air M2 or M3 if they release it. Uh, yeah, this is this is definitely the best I have used. I uh, was using Riverside for a while. Me and Bronson were having a lot of issues with that, um, especially monitoring issues. We it, it was completely messed up sometimes. But you know what's terrible? And I tried it a couple times, and it was audio only, so you couldn't see um, you couldn't see who you were talking to. And now they have it so that you can see each other. ZenCaster, I use oh, that yeah. for a secondary podcast I do called what the fatherhood. And if you think obscure mics is not a podcast that comes out very often, ours comes out even less often, but Kevin has three kids. I just have one, but he's a busy man. And we were using Zencaster and it would just straight up cut off right in the middle of the, of a recording. And it was only on his computer and his computer is newer than mine. And then it's like, and, one thing that Zencaster says is even if you have Wi-Fi drops out, it keeps recording and it records at local. So that- yeah, Riverside yeah. said that too, and I had plenty of fucked up recordings from that. 
we tried Riverside a couple times for a few recordings, not like what we call important recordings, but like for the Patreon stuff. And that's say our patrons aren't important, but it doesn't go on our main YouTube channel. And it was okay. But there was just, we just didn't, there was just something about it we felt it lacked overall. And yeah. I do think that the perfect remote podcasting platform has yet to be created. I, I think it's EKM. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm fully behind it. I, I'm, I'm a tightwad. I think everybody knows that. No. And I'm still a tightwad with this. Um, but EKM sent me a, uh, yeah, Riverside. CPAG says Riverside screwed him bad too. And I think Riverside has a lot of potential. Riverside is, uh, if they can get it to work correctly, like, you know, 100% of the time, 60% of the time, just like Sex Panther, I think it'll, I think it'll be really good. But, it it's failed me too many times and ecam live just has not i actually dropped 250 maybe on this for a year subscription i think it was on sale for like 40 percent off or 30 percent off and i have been nothing but ecstatic huh what is it cheaper than 636 i wanted to show something while he's still here bandrew this is the piece of audio gear that got me into audio stuff and you had on your channel how to get this onto your computer this oh yeah is my very first piece of audio recording gear okay and the cool thing about this is i i was in a band that was really just me and a drummer i played guitar and i plugged i didn't know you played guitar i haven't played in a while um when i I was in the shop my hands would, would hurt so bad from work um the cool thing is i would mic up my my amp for my guitar and then the drummer would just play. And because the drums were so loud, they would bleed through onto the cassette tape. So we had a full demo with drums and guitar. I don't know where it is, but it was pretty cool. So seeing the um, the video that Bronson did, I'm sorry, not Bronson, Bandrew, sorry, too many bees in here. And I'm, I got to be in my last thing too. Too many bitches up in here. So seeing that video and how he got from cool. the cassette onto um, the computer was really cool. So. Um, I need to do a head cleaning on this. That's what she said, because it is very hissy and it's very old and hasn't been stored very well. Um, so, you know, but that was a great video and I love stuff like that. One of the things we want to do, cause we're, we're a very nostalgia oriented podcast with our logo and just how we do things. I'm going to buy a camcorder from the nineties and during the draft, I'm going to record a lot of video with the camcorder so it's like all old and grainy and has the date on it and then i'm going to get it uploaded you know we might put some stuff out on youtube stuff like that so yes gator uh, j it's a it's a program yeah. on apple thank you banjo for doing that awesome video i will be trying to do that at some point in time once i get this all cleaned up and ready to go still works too i uh i've got a question for the community um but before i ask that question my kid found a copy of the Flintstones, which he recently discovered the Flintstones movie with John Goodman. And, uh, he found that in a thrift store we were at the other day. And, uh, yes, (laughs) the place where we come from, that's what she said. Jokes. Yeah. He found that movie and he's like, what? It was on VHS. He's like, what is this? And I was like, well, obviously it's a movie, but, you know, he's like, well, how do we watch it? I was like, we would need to buy a VCR. And he's like, I don't understand. So I explained it all to him. And he's like, can we please have a VCR? Can I buy this movie? Can we get a VCR? So it took me a while to find one. I tried to buy one online and they're like, 
kind of expensive uh, on eBay and stuff like that. What's up, Liberty dude? Long time no see. But I was uh, in a different thrift store because we're we're we love antique shops and just stuff like that to find furniture that matches our aesthetic or you know old this or old that. And I found a VHS uh, or a VCR for like thirty bucks. It was the cheapest I found one anywhere, and it was a nice one. And I brought it home, and we have watched like four or five movies on that thing. And like the picture doesn't bother me a bit. Um, it's so endearing and it feels so nice. Like I'm all about watching VHS tapes again. And luckily my kids are too, which is awesome. So, you know, it's, it's been really cool. But my question to the community, I also found at a thrift store an RCA, um, Walkman, basically a cassette player for like $2. And I bought this thing and I was super pumped and I got home and I have a biz marquee tape I popped in it. And uh, you've got to be down with the biz. I popped in my biz marquee tape and uh, it was just fucked up. It, 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 sounds, it sounds like it's playing real slow, almost like someone playing a Chicago back, record backwards. Like, fucking Satan. And uh, does anyone know how I can fix that or if it can be fixed? Does it need a head cleaning? Is there something wrong with the motor? Is it an easy fix? Is it not? It does not chew up the tape. It just plays it a, a little too slow, and it sounds super funky. So if anyone has uh, uh, any way for me to remedy that, I was way too excited to find this cassette tape. That's player. awesome. Yeah, I wanted to put in like one of my memories of when I first started getting into music. Unfortunately, this is the memory, but me with my Walkman popping in Warrant's Cherry Pie and just going through the woods and smoking cigs and... You know, just having a great time to she's my cherry pass. It was one of the best times of my life. And I would like to relive that. I need to go buy Warrant's cherry pie. I'll probably hate it now, but I want that cassette player to work. I mean, I the studio is saying it probably needs a belt. Is that what someone said? I mean, I was saying it, yeah. New belts. Oh, what's up, Joe? Red Cabin Acoustic probably needs a belt. Is that an easy fix? Can I take that apart and replace the belt easily? Probably. I'm going to try. I mean, it was two bucks. I can't screw it up too much. I mean, you, you take... Con says, I'm leaving him here! Thanks for the caps, Con. <laughs> you uh, you take apart microphones and you resolder the capsules. Why can't you take apart a Walkman? And That's easier than most people think, though. I mean, that's still, that's super simple. And not a lot of... I think... And you know what? You paid two bucks for it. If you yeah. buy a belt, oh, yeah, screw it I, up. It's already broke. Yeah. Yeah. I've changed turntable belts, I guess, so... Are you a vinyl guy, Bauer? You are. I think we've talked about this. I am. Um, I'm not a snob, I have, but I do enjoy it. No, I'm not either. Like, I don't care. It doesn't have to be a first pressing or anything like that. It just has to be new to me, and that's all right. I care about. Yes. Um, I, I have prefer a, for it to be used and cheap and not $30, because that's stupid. I have a turntable, a nice turntable my wife got for me um, probably about 10 years ago at this point. It's a Denon. Um, Denons are nice. But right now it is buried behind a uh, Barbie kitchen and a Barbie playhouse in my living room. So when my daughter is no longer of Barbie age, I will get to use my record player again. Yeah. And I just keep buying vinyl in the hopes that one day I can use it again. It's great to have that physical copy, though, too. Even if you don't, I've, I've got half my record collection is still sealed. Like half my records have never been opened. I just, if I find a great deal... Like I'm all over it. And I do, we, we throw records on 
pretty much every weekend. Like if we're, my wife's baking or we're cleaning or whatever, like we throw a record on and that's just, you know, that's how well, we enjoy our weekend. But part of my, I don't know what I want to do yet. Like, you know, a lot of the guys on the podcast, they want to make this be a full-time thing. And I'm like, well, we need to get a lot more subscribers for that. But if that were to ever happen and I do it out of my house, um, one of the things that I would do is I would have a designated studio space like you do, but it would probably be in my attic. I would take half of the attic, the back half. I would. Um, thanks, Kevin, for that awesome comment about the Eagles playoff run. And thanks, um, Liberty, dude, for letting me know this might not be an easy find. He's probably right. The belt. I would probably fix up the back half of the attic and then the front half, just let that still be storage you know, get like uh, heating and cooling up there. And then I would just put my record player up there so that I could, you know, be working on something, but still getting to enjoy um, the things that I have that I don't get to enjoy. Heating. Heating is rough. Well, cooling is too. Cause as you know, you know, I'm in, I'm in a shack and uh, I have struggled. I have bought so many heaters this this building it's insulated it's you know treated acoustically it's i love this i love this studio but getting it warm is like most fans are noisy so it is such a headache like i don't want that noise in here and i i didn't find a solution i'm gonna see if i can get it on camera here it's even mounted someone keeps recommending Techmoan. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ray Cabin's Cabin recommending Techmoan. I'm going to go look at his channel right now because if he's fixing stuff like that, that's stuff that I'm into. So I'm going to sub, sub to his channel right now. He has 1.34 million subscribers. So I guess he knows what he's doing. He's got one more. Hey, look, he's fixing all this old stuff. There's my heater. That's how I heat the studio. Hey, that works, man. Yeah. Wall mounted. Infrared, no fan, no noise. Does it keep it nice warm in there? It's not bad. It's not perfect. Like I'm warm now. It takes a while, but that is a that is a struggle. So be prepared for that. I highly suggest a wall mounted infrared heater with no fan. And uh, for cooling, I got I got no good recommendation for you there because tough. There's only one, a splitless mini duck, but they're expensive. But they're yeah. silent. That you can do. Is, but... It's the ones that they cut into the wall. You know what I'm talking like for older, for older houses that you can't put central air in. Mm -hmm. They they put those in, and they're great. They're quiet. My in laws just got them put in at their house, um, but they're they're a little more on the expensive side is the problem. But that's what I would have to do up there. Like if I'm recording all the time, you know. And I'd have to insulate real good. It's just, I don't know. That would be a very expensive project that I don't know that I have the mental capacity to take on. It's tough. I mean, I, I whenever I was moving to the to where I live now and I was, uh, we, we was getting down to crunch time, like I could not find anyone to move this building that is my studio. And it, it was getting scary because I, you know, I had, I mean, not a lot, but a lot for me, total... I easily had five or six grand in this building, including the building, but I, it, was, it was getting really scary getting it moved. Like I didn't think it was going to happen and it finally happened. And, uh, 
Now I've, I've since put even more money into it, but it, it is, it is a headache just trying to get, and I was determined I can't record my house. Like I have two young kids, you know, my wife bakes, there's a mixer going all the time. She's a home baker and that's her business. And it's growing every day. That mixer never stops. Like I had to be detached. I 100% had to be detached. It was, it was, it, it has been a pain, but it has, uh, it's really worked out. I best. get it. I mean, we're, where I am, this, this room, the bathroom's right there. My daughter's room is right there. So it's hard. And there are times where we're about to start recording and she's getting ready to go to bed and she just barges up the stairs. Daddy, daddy. I'm like, you didn't yeah. want to see me all night. And now that you know I need to do my thing, you want to, it's, it's kids for you. No. Yeah. So, well, and it's okay. I mean, to me, it's okay. It was always okay to me when I was doing a podcast that, that wasn't audio gear related. Like it, it wouldn't work, you know, it wouldn't work in here, but. Oh, d- definitely no more green ski- green screen attic episodes for me. No, there will, there will be there will be none of that. I did enjoy those a little bit, but there will there will be none of that. I don't have that space now. Like we moved to a a bigger house with less rooms, so I don't even I don't have a place in the actual home where I can record comfortably at all. No, there's no second setup in there. Nothing like that. So. If I wanted to to green screen it up, it would have to be done in here, and I I will not be doing that. Do you still have the work set up? I remember you used to have something at work. Um, right now I don't have an office. Like right now I'm in my CEO's office because my office is getting a complete makeover, and he has two offices, one in two locations. So, uh, currently no 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 work set up either, and there probably won't be. Like, I know that was kind of fun when I would do a random video from work, but I'm kind of getting to the point where like, yeah, I don't think I can do that anymore. Like it just doesn't, it doesn't feel quite correct. I'm getting a little snobby there, I guess. Like I like my setup here so much that I kind of hate doing anything anywhere else. And I think that's why, you know, there won't be any car episodes or anything like that. Maybe, maybe, maybe that because three or four people said they miss it and want it back. Like, and that would be easy for me to do, but it just seems so pointless. You know, like even I know that there's, there, there's nothing. I don't understand why anybody, why anybody like that at all. I didn't even like it. <laughs> like, and I was like, in the car with bark. It was, unique. no, no, it was, I mean, it was different, but at the same time, it's like what happens when my family finds me on the side of the road, clinging to life but there's a microphone hanging from my shit handle you know like oh this is why he's fucking dying <laughs> because he was trying to record a podcast while he was driving it's, it's easy he died the way he lived he died the way one he mic- lived on a mic one at a time absolutely <laughs> uh i'll do it for um, you bags if you really want it done I'll, I'll do it but i don't i don't understand it i don't understand it i don't understand why that was better than me just doing the same thing in my studio no, it's. It, I remember you showing me a picture of the setup, and I was like, "That is freaking cool!" And it's, you know, the ingenuity that you put in behind it was great. And redneck ingenuity. Say, you do stuff that not a lot of other people would do, for sure. That's true. And that that also comes with the uh, not caring much. You know, not not caring too much about being super ultra professional. So, Mike Mike says we're all too old to do it in the car at this point been a while since i tried that i'd say i'm also aged out on that fun fact i have never done that Ah, really 
I've never had to. I've always had a place that I could go. So I've. Well, that's, that's good. Even when you yeah. were like a teenager, you didn't ever like. My parents, my parents were like never home. Well, that works. Or they, you know, I could like sneak a girl into the basement when they were sleeping. So, you know, I just didn't have to. Ah. It was pretty cool. Many, many of many a knee burns from the floorboard. That's for sure. <laughs> young when I was young, not so yeah, much well. now. Now it would be like you know, we gonna do it in the car later. Like yeah, you got the Bengay. Yeah, you got the ibuprofen. Yeah, yeah, got all that stuff. Uh, man, the second you get a couple beers with my wife and put her in a car, she's over there like <laughs> she's just she's out. Like we, I took her out. We went on a date because you know we still try to go on dates a lot with. You have to date your partner is what she says. Yeah. She's a therapist. Yeah. I'll take your word for it, Jenna. And we went out. We had a great dinner. And, you know, she's teasing me she the whole day. She gets away we, with a lot of stuff as a therapist telling you, like, no, trust me. This is good for our relationship. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah, we should definitely go to Disney sometime. It's good for our relationship. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you want to go because of the kid. All but therapists she was talking, go to Disney. Because <laughs> they're all lunatics. Um She's talking a big game all day and at, at dinner. And then she had a couple of drinks at dinner and I'm talking to her on the way home and she's not responding. I look over and she's just head against the window asleep. I'm like, come on. <laughs> that's, that's married life for you, I guess, you know? Yeah, it happens. It happens for sure. What do you do? I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Honestly, I don't know what I would do if I was single right now. I, well, yeah, at our, in our, at our, at our age, I guess I should say, which you, you're a few years younger than me, but what would I be doing? You know, what would I be doing? There's always the roof during a rainstorm. We can wish all of us romanticists can wish that we would do it on the roof in a rainstorm. What roof are we talking about? Cause I die if I tried to do it on my roof. Yeah. Mine's very steep. Mine pitch. too. Yeah. No, not gonna How work. How are you? Bro? I know you're slightly older than me. I'll be, I will be 43 in April. I'll be 39 on Tuesday. So, creator connection on that <laughs> listen <laughs> no, okay. i went what, what, I once went, you're late 30s it's a it's pretty much you're going in that direction anyway so we're all the same age once you hit 39 you're all the same age but i went to buy a six pack of beer for my wife like a month ago and i said do you want to see my id and the girl that's checking me out goes no i could see the gray in your beard i'm like you know what I brianna can't. well yeah but it's a little darker in here it's there. It's my hair's also okay, very maybe light. a little, maybe a little. I'm like, you know what, Brianna, just ring me up and let me take my non-alcoholic beer home, okay? <laughs> just let me, just let me go home. Now, see, and, when I was 39, there was just a little bit here, and now that I'm over 40, it is, uh, it, it is, it is all the way through. It is everywhere. It, it's really on my neck. And when I don't shave, you could really see it. But in, it's not so much in here yet. And if my hair grows out a little bit, you could see it up there. But my hair is also lighter. My gut helped. shut down. Not you. But. Uh, <laughs> Newman. Oh, uh, don't get any ideas. All right. <laughs> Denied. It's a Sunday. Can't do that on a Sunday. Los Angeles rain isn't as brutal as Ohio rain. I don't know. I've, oh, Every year during the Fantasy Football Expo, it always rains. Dude, it's it has rained here for like five straight days. It is it is getting it is getting depressing. 
for sure. And Mike Newman, dude, I am so sorry. I hope to God you were as mad as me when they went forward on fourth and two, because I said right then and there, this whole game's about to change. Ugh, Newman's a big Lions fan. I am sorry, dude. I wanted that win for all Lions fans everywhere. I'm not watching the Super Bowl unless my kid makes me because he's into it. But yeah, anyways, anyways, I won't talk about that anymore. I'm still mad. It's not even my team. I won't stay up and watch the whole thing. Like I'll probably be up here doing scouting reports and I'll have it on mute and that's it. Yeah. You know, I don't, yeah, there's stuff to do. It's hard to invest three hours into a game. That's, that's, that's tough. If it's not your team, especially even if it's Super Bowl, and I don't give a shit about the commercials. So yeah. they haven't yeah, been, I'm sorry, Newman. you know what I noticed too, with being a fantasy football analyst People are like, what do you mean you don't watch every game? Like, when do I have time to watch every game? I don't. <sighs> I barely get to watch. Pick and choose. I watch most of every primetime game because they're on. And I watched every Eagles game because they're my favorite team. And then it's, I, I went to a game last year and then somebody's like, did you see so-and-so? It was a different game. Did you see so-and-so did this? No, I didn't see it because, you know, I was at the game today, so you don't see everything oh well don't you pay attention to what goes on i've just been a stadium for three hours and i'm trying to get back on the bus so i could catch up on things no i haven't seen it so you mean you guys aren't yeah. forced to go to someone's house and eat really bad food for three hours honestly the last uh super bowl party that i did get invited to the food was quite good and i don't get invited to things because i don't associate with humans unless it's on here <laughs> Unless it's unless it's a, a comfortable virtual distance, not to say that you know I wouldn't hang out with Bauer right here and right now if he knocked on the door and said, "Hey, guess what? Somehow I made it from there to here." Like, no, no, there's plenty of people I would hang out with, but but no, there, there's no Super Bowl parties in my future. None of that shit. Uh, draft party. I attend. Uh, I attended Denny's draft party this past year. The Real okay. Ball Sports Podcast. I went to that. That was a good time. There were some guys there that I hadn't seen for years, so that was good. But Super Bowl parties, no. Do their podcast in your spot? What is it? Well, Denny was doing a, a podcast in your studio, wasn't yes, he? Yes, he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they got their own space now, especially where okay. I moved, because now I'm like a half an hour away from him. Okay. Um, so that's so that's why you ignored my invite to come hang out. Got it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that either. I'd be on a plane right now, Bandrew right now Andrew, uh, nobody knows where you live yeah and i'm not yeah. telling you to tell us i'm just saying you're very mysterious in that regard which i respect by the way he might have he might have cracked on a recent conversation i might know but i will never tell i do not need to know i know that you live <laughs> i know he lives in youtube and that's i know where right. to find him so right. Mike says Sioux Falls, South Dakota is where it's at. I've been through the Dakotas once. Not too bad. I am not a very well traveled man, Barker. I've I'm not the either. Far I went to Vegas, so I saw a lot of stuff on my way to Vegas. Like live in Vegas. That sounds great. I wouldn't want to do that. I've been to Nashville was one of my favorite places that I've ever visited. Um been there, hated it. I've been to Miami. I've been to Saint Lucia. Um, been there, been both of those places. Not too bad. In, in April, I will be going to Connecticut for the first time. So that. I love that. 
I, I don't uh, I don't plan on traveling. I was gonna go to Nab. Is it Nab or Nam? Whichever one's in Vegas. I was supposed to go this year and I totally bailed. Just can't find the time now. Or the funds. Uh, well it remember used to cost Bronson, nothing to go to Vegas. Now it's like what? Anyways. Bronson was talking about that with in our chat. He's like, We should all go and I got this new job. I don't have paid time off yet, so I, I that makes it kind of hard. Yeah. I, I just, can't, I, dude, I can't leave. Like I've got a seven year old who's just going through a stage. Like I can't leave him for two days or three days even. Really? So that makes it really tough. And it's not a bad stage. It's just a, it's a very clingy stage. He won't stay with my grandparents. So I can't get a night alone with my wife. You know, not that, not that we need a night alone. We figure out when and how to do stuff, but like, he just doesn't want to stay anywhere. He's such a homebody. And like, if I leave him for three or four days and I know he's like crying like crazy for me to be home, like I can't, I can't deal with that. I can't live with that. That's too much guilt, but. Oh, I could leave right now for a week and my daughter would be like, will mommy be here? Oh yeah. Okay. Bye yeah. daddy. But that's my 10 year old. My 10 year old could care less if I was home or not, but my seven year old completely different story. So. That's, that's funny. I don't know. Well, I'm, he'll grow out of that. Okay. Maybe. Hopefully. We'll see. If not, but look screwed. at you, the biggest homebody I know. Oh, definitely. 100%. I, yeah, I don't need to go anywhere or do anything. I still have those buddies that are like, let's go out and get a beer. And I'm like, no, just no, I don't, I don't want to go places like home is, is awesome. I can go, I can go to Pennsylvania right now. And I am, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway in Pennsylvania right now by talking to Bauer here. I just, okay. yeah, it's just so much easier to be able to, it's like a phone call versus a text, you know, like yeah. I hate when someone calls me on the phone, like, dude, just text me. Cause if I get on the phone, it means there's the potential to get stuck and not have the comfort of being able to walk away when you want to walk away from a conversation with texting. I can reply 30 minutes later. I could reply the next day. I could reply immediately. If I leave the house and go hang out with someone, I might get stuck. I might not be able to get home at the exact moment I want to go home. But if I'm already home and I just connect online, I could, I could shut my computer down right now and be like, oh, Bauer, man, I lost the internet connection. Shit. That sucks. So, I'm the same way. If I call you, it's either an emergency or I need to know something right this very second and it's very critical and I can't wait for a text back. That's about it. Otherwise, my phone has been on silent since the day I got it. Oh, my phone That's... stays on silent. Now, my watch tells me what's going on, but I don't want to hear my phone ding. My watch just tells time. I should That's probably why. go with one of those, but yeah, my watch definitely stays on silent. It stays on silent. I'll be in Philly for a few days this summer. I'll wave as I fly over. Nice. Don't get stabbed. Yeah, don't get, not, a, not a very safe place. Stay out of Kensington. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Well, Bauer, I don't want to keep you all night. I think we're, uh, what are we at? We're at an hour and 20. This has been a lot of fun though. I've been looking I, forward to I this. I love fun. this. I, I love doing this. Like this is, this is, this is one of my favorite things, which Newman, I need to, you know, me and Mike Newman need to hang out and do that. Me and Joe from Red Cabin Acoustic, me and Pags have already done it, but I totally, I totally do him again. He was just great. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I love Red doing this. Acoustic on, uh. On YouTube here, well, I spelled oh, yeah. red wrong. Joe, Joe's a great guy. Joe's a another fella that 
I think highly of, and he actually, which he lives in Ohio, he's up in the Cleveland area, but he came down to hang out with me one day and that was just cool. Oh yeah. Bandrew, he knows. Yeah. The Seiko Arnie predator is my favorite movie of all time. And when I saw I just watched that for the first time, like a week ago, my favorite movie of all time. So when I saw I this watch, I was like, what is that? Yeah. I need that. So this isn't the original Arnie because they're very hard to find. They're very expensive. But this, when the new one came out, you bet your buttons, I pre-ordered it. It is my favorite watch of all time. I was worried that the 47 millimeter bezel was going to be a bit, little bit too big, but it turns out it's... um. Bandrew's not- stroking it hard right now. I guarantee it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a watch guy too. I love watches. Um, so, and I did subscribe to Reb Cabin Acoustics, so I will be uh, watching guy. your stuff. Doesn't um, make videos very often, but when he does, they're really good. Yeah, I mean, he's got good views. Yeah, nice. Ooh, new studio sound treatment. That's a video I want to watch. There you it's go. It's a year old. I need to watch that one. Yeah, see, Bandrew knows. I- Predator three times one. It's a great movie. It is great, but three times in one night for what re- you had to have been on acid. <laughs> I had to have been some substance there. I did love the movie. Like it was absolutely fantastic. And I, uh, I also watched rainbow first blood for the first time the other night. No, I had never seen that either. And that was like so much deeper than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be all cheesy action, but it had some, uh, there's some good, some good, uh, context in that one some really surprising yeah. stuff. I was like, huh? No, nah, I forgot that they knew there were such a, th- a thing as, you know, really corrupt, terrible cops back in the, back in the eighties. Always. Yeah. But yeah, predator was uh fantastic. I'm on that kick. I'm like trying to catch up on those movies that everyone knows about that I may have missed. I'd say the only movie I've watched more than once in a day is Pulp Fiction. And, uh, my personal favorite action movie of all time which is uh oh shit really i say my favorite and i completely forgot jean-claude van damme um blood really what's blood? blood sport thank you freaking wow. that's how much movie, i love it right? i can't remember the name love that movie i'll tell you what movie i watched recently three times in one day it's on disney plus it's called Turn- oh what's it called <laughs> turning red my daughter just i like recently- that movie yeah, I do too, but I don't want to watch it over and over and over again. No, no, it's fine. My kid's making me do that on Teenage Kraken right now. He's watching that over and over and over. I say to her, I'm like, hey, honey, you know we have um, a thousand other things we could watch that are also already paid for by your parents. Um, so literally anything else. Or maybe I could watch the TV for a little bit at some point. No, Daddy, maybe. you can watch TV when I go to bed. Yeah, Got it. That's how that goes. <laughs> Predator 2, that's on my list next. So is uh, Rainbow 2 is also on my list to to knock out here pretty soon. Shawshank Redemption, one. that's the next one. Haven't I'm seen sorry. It. Not, not, not kidding. I know it's considered like one of the best movies of all time. I'm telling you, man, I was so tunnel visioned on the kind of movies that I watched that I I'm overlooked a lot. First name here, Jeremy Barker, WTF. By the way, this year when I went to the expo, I went to the... Um, the uh, prison where they shot the Shawshank Redemption. It's about an hour away from Canton. Yep. And I did the tour and freaking all. I got some great pictures there. Um, it was really cool. Bax is like, what? Yeah, exactly. What? What is that? Dude, Dude you it's know like what? three There's... hours, man. If it's not Tarantino, and I, I can't handle three hours. 
I know, but when you when you watch it, you most likely and I can't predict what you're going to say, but you most likely say, "Why did I wait so long to watch this movie?" Now, see, some, some people say it's one of the greatest. That doesn't work out, and I'm going to piss some people off here. Like I had never seen Tommy Boy, and when my wife made me watch Tommy Boy. And at the end, she just looked at me smiling. She's like, what did you think? I was like, I fucking hated it. I absolutely fucking hate that movie. I think it's stupid. (laughs) I think it's not funny. I thought it was terrible. Come at me, bros. Come at me, all of you. Tommy Boy, pure garbage. Huh? Emmy is about to have a stroke right now. Yeah, Tommy Boy was trash. Didn't enjoy that at all. What about Wayne's World? Have you seen Wayne's World? Love Wayne's World, yeah. All right. So we're, yeah. we're good. And I know they're in the same kind of category. Chris Farley generally annoys me. I, I can't help it. He just annoys me. You know what? You, it, that's okay. He's not for everybody. I mean, you no, know. No, you can't compare Tommy Boy and Shawshank. But, but still, that was a movie like my wife was like, oh, you're going to love it. And everybody loves it. And everybody just let it. I watched it. She was so upset. I was like, I fucking hated it. <laughs> hated every minute of it. She was truly upset. I know if my wife likes a movie I'm, I pick out or not. If Mike went to high school with Chris Farley. Sorry, go ahead. Really? That's that's cool. cool. I didn't hate uh, him. He just annoyed me in movies. How fast does she fall asleep when I put the movie on? Huh? It, it dep- I know how much she likes a movie I pick out. How fast does she fall asleep? Oh, I got you. I got you. Because she cannot watch an entire movie anymore. It, it can be difficult. It can definitely be difficult she's an early riser early to bed girl you know what i mean like if it was up to her she's in bed every night at eight and up every morning at 4 30 yeah wow 4 30 it's just what she likes yeah it's i can't bit. i can't go to bed before 11 for any reason and that's uh, it's just tough and i still get up at whatever six six thirty if i get yep. up at four i'd be fine i'd still go to bed at 11 my sister said he was a real asshole. Maybe that's it. Maybe I could tell that Chris Farley's an asshole. And, and through watching that movie, I was like, yeah, no, that guy's an asshole. I don't like that movie. Mulholland Drive's another one. Every, like, that's on all these top movie lists. I couldn't even make it through Mulholland Drive. That I hated every I second of that, too. I don't think I've seen that one, actually. Neil! Neil! I don't oh, get that man. excited, but, but when, when Neil comes by, Neil's here? What's, What's up, up Neil? buddy? Neil's a back row fan. Is she, fan is she, I can't talk tonight. One beer, and I'm all like, or oh, the hunt for Red October. Sean uh, Neil's a, an OG, podcast OG. Neil, love you, dude. He's here for a good time. I was just talking shit about some movies. Neil probably would have been upset. Neil, do you like Tommy Boy? Just out of curiosity. My wife watched Godzilla movie with me when we started dating. Keep her right there. <laughs> if you make it out uh, this way, we can see bark and go to the prison yeah i need to go up that way and pags needs to come over that way if you do it in august i'll be up in the canton area for the expo we could all meet up if you're interested there's some david lynch that i like though i believe i think i like everything else i think lost highway was fine and there's what's what's his biggest movie i'm trying to think but yeah i just mulholland drive i just couldn't get into oh take a day off work and go oh you hate tommy boy too neil Ah, uh, see, that's why I love Neil. Neil's a hater. Neil hate Neil love Neil loves to hate stuff. So that makes that makes me happy. My Jenny favorite Jenny. is Angry Neil. Oh, Angry Neil's the best. Oh, There's nothing better up. than Angry Neil. No. I will never ever forget. I can't tell you how many. Yes, Mulholland Drive does suck. 
I cannot tell you how many times I listened to the episode of the Back Row Talk Show, which is a spinoff of the Back Row Fantasy Show, um, where he talked about ICP fans being trash bags. He's like, you'll never see a doctor, a lawyer with a hatchet man tattoo. And I, I laugh so hard every single time I listen to that clip of him talking about ICP fans, even though he was one at one time. Uh, so good. Oh, man. That's God, that was uh, fun. Neil's great, man. He, you, were he's on the, you were on, were you on that episode? You were on one of the back row talk shows because you came when I fired, when I fired that up and started doing it. Like we did a, yeah, we, we did a back row fantasy show and we did a back row talk show with you when you came down. Yeah, that's right. I, I don't remember what we talked about, but we just like rolled after the fact and had a good time. And that was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. That was good, your original video. Yeah. Yep. Which that was a cool spot. It was. Yeah, I enjoyed that too. That was a guest house converted into a studio. Not exactly treated as, as well as this one, but it was bigger, more open, full size fridge, stove, recording setup, good times. Built my own recording yeah. booth out of some old pallets and moving blankets and foam and and cut some uh some uh sounders in there for fantasy football podcasts. Displaying my vocal talent. For uh, Renshaw's Renegades. Can't remember what fantasy football podcast that was, but it's Renshaw. I can't remember what he's called on Twitter, but I did some wow. 80s hair metal vocals and they, they turned out really fucking good. Yeah, I think I'm in a league with Renshaw. Yeah. Actually. I love doing that sounder. I think I am. I don't know. In... See, I want to watch Prey, which is why I started Predator because I want to, I want to, I think Prey looked good. So I want to get there too. Oh, the uh, the Predator movie that had uh, Olivia Munn in it, that one was much maligned. Um, loved it. Thought it was great. Alien movies is something I need to watch, too. I've never seen any of the Alien movies. Um, there's one called... Crap. What? I think it's by John Foster. I think it's um, The Thing. It has Kurt Russell in it. Bandrew and uh, Bronson would probably know. I believe it's called The Thing. Uh, I remember I watched that movie when I was six, probably way too young. It was a uh, it was a VHS movie that my dad recorded off TV because people used to do that. So we had oh, to yeah. fast forward commercials. And I just remember being um, legitimately scared out of my mind. You know, the people's like the, the alien thing coming out of people's stomachs. Um, what now, cool. Pegs? What do you owe my God now? I, I, I want to I record some stuff on VHS. I'm dying to do that. The X-rated version. <laughs> I don't know if this is real or not. Is Angela Lansbury really in a porn? Go inside right now and watch Alien and Aliens now. I want to. It's just hard to find the time to watch movies. Neil See? says The Thing is top four all time. John Carpenter's The Thing is one of the best. See, I'm, I need to I'm just sheltered. Because I, I was very young when I watched it. Probably shouldn't have been watching that movie when I was so young, but... My mom went out with my aunt and, um, you know, when you're left with just your father as a young child, uh, he's like, Hey, mom's not home. So we're just going to do, uh, whatever. And that's what we did. Alien vs. Predator. I liked, I know it was kind of hokey people would say, but you're right. It is a fun movie and it's okay to just, uh, look, Bronson just watched the thing last week. So but for the first time, or I assume not, you guys are all bigger movie buffs than me. And I love movies. I just, uh, yeah, just a hard thing to find time for, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, Bronson's way more into the horror stuff than I am. 
Yeah, I'm a pussy. I I can't watch horror movies. Like, it's not that I don't enjoy being scared, and I don't. I hate jump scares. Like, that's just I love creepy stuff. Like, um, whatever horror movie that was with Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, can't remember what which one that was. It was one of the. I feel like it was one of the hauntings or horror movie. I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan too, for whatever reason. What is that movie? You know, it's I love the old cheesy horror movies. Like, the did you ever see any movie. of the Puppet Master movies? No. <laughs> it's like they're kind of funny, but they're scary, but they're not. You know what I mean? Like, it's just I don't know. I remember watching them with my friends. We'd be drunk and we're watching them and just kind of laughing, having a good time. And it's like, why don't you just kick the uh, the little puppet across the room and? Like, why are you letting this thing maul you right now? It's the size of a lawn gnome. Yeah, Chucky wasn't that formidable either. I mean, I could have kicked Chucky's ass, I think. Knife or no knife, I think I could have taken him. You can't tell me that you can't kill this thing. They killed the Terminator, right? Yeah, which is is completely unrealistic. Like, you're not going to kill the Terminator. In the the second Terminator, you melted the T-1000. Here's a hot take. And Bauer, when you want to go, just you know, you just let me know. Now that we're we're diving down this path, I'll just go until you're done. Okay. Um, I loved Terminator Salvation with uh, what's his name from Psycho, and and yeah, the, the nobody liked it. You remember that, that one? Um, I think I, I actually saw really like that one. Terminator Salvation. Let me. I think Christian I've seen Bale. all. Yeah, Christian Bale. God, names are hard tonight. Uh, the Conjuring. I enjoyed oh, the Conjuring. Yeah, I did see that one. I didn't see the newest one. I think it was Terminator Genesis. Genesis. Was I haven't one. seen that either. No, because they were supposed to. That was supposed to be at our local movie theater, and then we. I went to go see it with my wife because, you know, she's like, "Fine, I'll go see this dumb movie with you." And then they just like, "Oh yeah, nobody wanted to see it, so we took it out." I'm like, "Well, then take the freaking Stein down, AMC." <laughs> Oh, this comment. That's great. Uh, Chucky stopped being scary for me when I was, when I caught it on Telemundo dubbed in Spanish. And they gave Chucky a deep telling with. Uh, it is time to die. <laughs> oh, shit. Mike Newman knows what's up. Oh, the oh. old school easy horror like that. But it's kind of fun though, right? Like the, the one uh, puppet had like the little drill on its head i remember that guy and i'm like what what are, what are we doing here with this little guy what <laughs> Ooh, can't do the saw films mm. no i don't like i like uh the one that really creeped me out and it's not as on hostile you see hostile i saw hostile i did yeah. see hostile um was it? Didn't, it was it was okay it didn't like super creep me out i can handle some stuff but some stuff i just can't um hostile was okay I like more of the uh, the horror that makes you think. A yes, little bit yeah. I like it's creepy like- or uh, occult or demonic. You know, I like that stuff a lot. I don't. I don't love just slasher films. I guess like every once in a while they're good, depending. But uh, Pag said Hostel messed me up. See what's wrong with me? I I can't handle jump scares, but Hostel was fine for me. And you know what? The original saw was good. But then, the like after that, 
they just what and there was a movie too like with a clown what was that called terrifier or something like that yeah that's that's the really new hotness bad. for the horror folks is is terrifier and i, I really want to watch that just because i'd like to see if i puke but i don't know i don't know if i'd make it more than five or ten minutes in because um realistic effects not computer shit i can't practical effects uh that yeah, I can't handle that. Like, if it looks real and it looks, I'm sure there's like close ups of like bones snapping, flesh ripping. You know, I'm, I got a pretty strong stomach, but I don't, I don't know if that's something that I would just enjoy. Yeah, I think The Shining will be good. And yeah, I think he's really good. didn't hear me. I didn't, I have not seen The Shining. Fucking come at me, everybody. Art the Clown is a lovely dude. He is that the guy so from Terrifier? Yeah. Is that, yeah, okay. The trailer is like, I, I think I would love the movies if I could handle him and I don't know if I can or not. Cause again, vagina over here. If I could watch it when it's daytime out and all the lights are on. <laughs> you know? See, I don't even think I could handle it then. Like, cause if it's gro, if it's like gruesome, gruesome, I I'll give up. I'll be like, no train to, Oh, what's up, Marty train to Busan, a great zombie movie. I don't know that one. I did watch midnight meat train. If that counts as a horror movie. What the heck is that? It's got Bradley Cooper in it. Uh, it's got uh, the dude from um, shit. What's the uh, what's the British Richie movie with uh, Brad Pitt and God? What's oh, that? Big... Huh? Snatch. Yeah, Snatch. It's got the big bald, scary dude from Snatch in it too. Oh, uh, Vic something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You're on the right path. Oh, Vinny Jones. Vinny Jones, um, yeah. Yeah, he's in Midnight Meat Train, I believe. And that was pretty that was a pretty solid movie, actually. Uh, Snatch is one of my favorite movies, actually. It's one of my favorite I things. It. I don't know about <laughs> movies. Um, well, that's yeah. good, too. That's good, yeah. It's good. Yes. It was great. So. Um, for everybody that uh, doesn't know or didn't know who I am, it was great meeting all you guys tonight, um, talking to some people. It's great, Andrew. Good seeing you. I don't really get to chat with Andrew very often. Um, hey, if you're leaving, anybody wants to keep talking about movies, I'll send an invite. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. It's almost 11, and I was sick for two weeks. So uh, was it the I, bed? I, no, it was, um, I was just sick, and then I was like, I'm going to just get better on my own and not go to the doctor. And then I started to get better, and then I got worse. So. Yeah. I haven't worked out in two weeks, so I need to get up and work out tomorrow and get oh, back. Fuck that. That's a lifestyle. I can't handle that either. That's like a horror movie I, to me. Working I need to. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, man. It's um but it's been really fun and thank you for everybody for being really nice to me. Um and yeah. Thank you for having me, Barker. And thank you for all the great yeah. advice you've given me over the years. Always welcome. Uh, still give me and also Bronson, thank you for the awesome camera advice that you gave me. I can't wait to fire this bad boy up. Snap some pictures. You haven't needed any advice for a while, Bauer. I don't even think we've talked audio gear. We've just talked, you know, generalities. But Yeah, I feel like my setup's been good. Yeah. I haven't had issues and um If it's not broke, don't fix it. No, no, thirty six dollar microphone. What do I need any more than that? Yeah. And and surprisingly, even though you said you have the uh, the voice of Bronson over there, that annoying fucker, um, it, your voice sounds good on it. Even though it's not like super it. low indie, it it works. It does work. Works good. So thank you, everybody. I'm not going to tell you to subscribe to my channel because if you're not into fantasy football, you don't 
have to subscribe to it. So you, you could do it anyways, just to, you know, and then just hit, don't recommend these videos to me if you don't want to watch them. <laughs> what you could do is <laughs> we we're person. going, we are going live next Sunday, um, probably around 10 a.m. Eastern, the day after the senior bowl. You could just stop by the channel, say hi. And um, you could ask questions about anything. It doesn't have to be fantasy football related. Cask, what my favorite book is. By the way, uh, have you? Books. I love to read. It's actually my favorite hobby because um, I didn't have friends when I was a kid. Um, if you guys have heard of a show on Netflix called Fool Me Once, um, it is a great like eight part series. Uh, it's it's an adaptation of an author named Harlan Coben. Just heard about the guy because of this series. I started reading his books. Holy crap. If you guys like to read, check out Harlan Coben. If My you wife have... hates Harlan Coben. Really? I think his yeah. stuff is great. She liked the first book or two that she read, and then she – I don't know how many books you've read, but then she started saying they're all the same. Like there's he does not deviate from the beaten path, basically, is what she said. I am starting to notice that a little bit. You know, it's like – I can st kind of start to see some patterns, but the writing is very good and I enjoy it. Yeah. Not to poo poo on it. You know, I just, you said Harlan oh. Coben. I was like, Oh, I know this one. I know this guy. Cause my wife, my wife is, is a massive reader. Like she reads everything. She picked up Britney Spears, the woman in me, which I'm interested in too. Cause it's her life story. Read that thing in like, I don't, she had it finished like in hours. And I was like, how the hell did you do that? Like I can read pretty quick too, but how do you get so yeah. focused that you just, knock them out i've been reading the same star wars book for like a year and i'm not even halfway through it so i um before i go i've always loved to read like i said i had no friends when i when i was a kid because we lived in the middle of nowhere there was no kids my age around me and you couldn't walk anywhere there's no sidewalks there's no street lights there's no street anything yeah and um, your third nipple didn't help either yeah i know that's the thing i yeah. couldn't take my foot off still can't right. but um so i had to do a book report in history <laughs> class i read the rise and fall of the third Reich in two weeks, which by the way, was a massive undertaking, but it had to be historical. And I got an F because of the context of my book report and what it was about. And I said, this is a history class. I wrote it about a historical thing. I read this massive book, like a thousand pages in two weeks. And I wrote a very good report about it. And I got an F. Nice job. <laughs> I was going to say nice job. You're like, and I got an F. That sucks. Don't know why, but I've been reading so, Return of the King for months. Ooh, is that? Did they make a movie off that? Is that the the fucking Jason Statham movie? God, I tried to watch that, and I was like, this is so bad. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's something else. But I think I it's called it, Return of the King. Ask Mister Science on here. Two girls, one cup, in three D. Yeah, I threw that up there. That's uh, you know, that's right up there with cake farts in my book. What do I like the most? Cake farts. Do you like cake? So, yeah. Well, All right. I'm going to head out. Thank you again for having me. This has been fun. Everybody that I've talked to for the first time tonight has been great meeting you all. And for those that I've talked to before, I hope to talk to you all again soon. Yeah. Thanks for everybody watching and uh, sticking this out with us till 11 p.m. Eastern time. Hopefully, most of you are on the West Coast. I know Bronson's, you know, it's just now like nine o'clock for him. So, but yeah, thanks for everybody uh, sticking it out. Bauer, thanks for dropping by. Uh, at some point, this creator connection is probably going to circle back around to the same people. So maybe we'll do it again. Maybe, you know, who knows? We'll do something. And uh, yeah, have a good night. Thank you. And I hope you had fun.
That's not your thing, is it? It's not. See you guys. <laughs>